G'day, I'm Andrew Griffiths, Australia's number one small business author, and I'm here to introduce you to the Seeing Through the Numbers podcast by the one, the only, Amanda Fisher, the cash flow queen. In this weekly podcast, Amanda's going to be talking about all things business with a particular focus on unscrambling the numbers and understanding the cash flow in your business. So if you're ready to create more profit, reduce your stress, sit back and relax as the Cash Flow Queen helps you to start seeing through the numbers. Hello and welcome. Amanda Fisher, the Cash Flow Queen, and today I want to talk about getting to know your customers. Now, this is something that I, of course, have a slightly different twist on. There are the usual things that I'll cover later on, but there are a couple of things that I want to talk about right up front. And that is when you're getting to know your customers, think of your customers as how much money they're making you. I know, you don't really want to think of them like that. You actually want to think about them as though they're a real person. But just for the minute, humor me and think about how much money does that customer or each customer spend with you. So these are things like what is the average spend, what is the customer lifetime value, and that is how much money do they spend with you per annum and how many years do they normally stay as a customer on average. So there's some calculations you need to do to work that one out. But even just look at if you pick a few of your better customers, how much do they spend with you? And it might be per week or per month or it could be annual, whatever it is. And and how long do they generally stay as a client or customer with you? Because that's a key number to know. And particularly with your better customers, exactly what is that number? And then perhaps look at the next level down Who are the customers that are still good customers, but they're not the ones that spend the most with you? And how much, how long do they stay as a customer? Is it the same period? Is it longer, less, or less, you know, shorter? Because these are the ones that you potentially can sell more to. I'm fairly certain you all know that it's easier to sell to an existing customer and cheaper than to go and find new ones. The reality is if you can find a way to sell more and more and more to an existing customer that's already loves you and your business, then it is so much easier. You don't have the marketing. You just, all you need to be doing is talking to them about your new products and services or offering, perhaps sending an email. You know, there's different ways of, of, of approaching that, of course, but they already know you, they already trust you, they already like your business. Add something else to it. Yeah, it's that, uh, and would you like fries with that from McDonald's? You know, they don't sell that so much these days because they package it up into the meal, but we all know what I'm talking about. Whether it's a cross-sell and it's an upsell, it doesn't matter, fancy terminology. How can you legitimately sell more to your existing clients and it's not about overselling to them no I'm not talking about that how can you find something else that they perhaps need or want that you can provide to them that 
they're not already buying from you. And it may be that they don't know that you sell that. It may be that they haven't needed that up until now, but if you have the conversation with them, they may realize that they do want that product or service and, and have a need for it. So have a look at your customers in that way. Something I do once a year, I sit down with my client list and I look at and I kind of rank them on who spent the most with me down to who are the little ones. And sometimes, and in the past, and certainly when I had a much bigger client base, the little ones sometimes were the ones that we looked at and went, are we really worth, Yeah, are they really worth serving? Are we the right people to serve them? They're not buying our main products. They're only buying little peripheral ones. Are they ones we want to deal with? And it depends on your business completely. I'm not really talking about that. What I'm talking about is how to get to know your customers. What do they buy from you? How often they buy? And is there more that you can do? And of course, one of the ways you can get to know your customers better is to ask them. Ask them how you can serve them better. Ask them what else you could provide in services or products. What other things would they buy from you if you offered it? Maybe they've got, you'll find when you start talking to them, there's a common thread. There's something else that you haven't thought of that they're all wanting or a number or enough of them are wanting that you can look to add that product or service range to what you offer. And it may be that when you ask questions, they're saying, oh, I need help with X, Y, Z. And you go, actually, well, we do that. And they go, oh, I didn't know that because you hadn't told them. So look at asking them questions. You can ask them specifically directly one-on-one when they're in your business premises, next time you're on the phone, whatever is appropriate in your business. Or you can get out on social media and ask questions on social media and look for feedback in social media. It's a great way to get some feedback. Beware, of course, the one-person survey. Just because one person says it doesn't mean it's right. You need to make sure you've got you know, some, some statistics around it. And we don't want to talk statistics per se. That's too complicated. But you know what I mean? We want to make sure that you've got enough people saying something similar to go, yep, yeah, okay, that's something I need to be looking at. That's an area I need to focus on. Uh, one of the things I've done in the past is we've done uh, client advisory boards where we've, we've had an independent person come in and uh, yes, it was a meeting. <laughs> we did hold it physically. You could do it not physically these days, but you uh, invite a number of clients to come and talk to an independent person about what it's like working with you. You know, the good and the bad and the feedback on, you know, what you could do better, um, what, uh, what else they're looking for, those types of things. Some really good feedback. I had some fabulous feedback uh, when I've done that in the past, on areas that we thought we were doing okay, but in fact the clients were going, yeah, you really need to lift your game here. We all oh, didn't realise that we thought we were doing okay. Maybe not doing brilliantly, but we thought we were, yeah, still passing the test. And other areas where they said, oh, this is fantastic, they do X, Y, Z, I'm blown away, wow, fabulous, keep doing that. Okay, we're on the right track on that part. So there's always something. There's always room for improvement. That's life. Uh, so use social media to get some feedback. And the other thing is 
particularly when you've got a new customer, but even with your existing customers, follow up on a recent sale. Have a system in place that automatically follows up and whether that's a phone call, preferably, or an email or some way uh, or a little survey perhaps that they can, you know, two or three questions that can follow up to get some feedback on how they felt about uh, the interaction, the product, the service, whether they got what they, you know, whether they were happy with it, you know, you know those sorts of things. You can get so much information by asking your customers how they're feeling about doing business with you that you can then use to come back and improve your business. So it's about getting to know your customers. It's about always making them feel like they're the most important person in the whole world to you. You I have one client, he's been a client for a very long time, and when I say to him, when he's rung me, I ring him back because I missed the call and say, I'm sorry, I was you know, with another client. He said, oh, that other client, you know, because as far as he's concerned, there is only one client, which is him, but I do have another client. It's really quite sweet the way he says it. But it is, you have to make them feel like they are the most important client at the point in time when you're interacting with them and at all times because that's what engenders the loyalty. We've lost too much of the the non-personal touch, you know, this internet, everything's online, all that kind of stuff. We've lost too much of that. What we've got to seek now is to put the personal touch back in, get to know your customer, not only on a personal level and what they buy from you, but also how much they're spending with you and how you can improve your relationship with them. Because at the end of the day, those questions, those answers, that information will help you to make your numbers count. Thanks for tuning into the Seeing Through the Numbers podcast show with Amanda Fisher. Clearly, Amanda's mission is to help business owners just like you to read and understand your business numbers. As well as this fantastic weekly podcast, Amanda has published a pile of books, created online courses, and she runs one-to-one and group mentoring sessions and workshops. To find out more about how you can work with Amanda Fisher, go to www.amandafisher.com.au. Now, don't forget to subscribe to the show to make sure you don't miss a single episode. And Amanda would love it if you left a great review. So until next time, make those numbers count.